Welcome to Rat Style Review. We are here today with the band Skyliner. Welcome. Hey, What's up, welcome. the band Skyliner? <laughs> Hi. What's up, band? <laughs> yeah, greetings and felicitations, good sirs. <laughs> We're here with Jake, uh, Ben, and Stuart. I remembered your names. That's yeah. pretty good for me. Usually I'm very absent-minded. And uh, we're also joined... What do you mean, yes? <laughs> uh, what's your favorite tool album? Oh, <laughs> yeah. album? It's next to my favorite corner album. Yeah. <laughs> but we also have George Dimitri from the band Timeless Haunt. And oh, oh, she's being yelled at already. What does she want? Do you want know. another water, George? <laughs> I've got two. I'm good. <laughs> For now. We're, we're plenty uh, hydrated on this episode of Rat Salad Review today. But uh, we're not talking about drinks or being hydrated. We're talking about the new Skyliner album, uh, Dark Rivers, White Thunder, and... Um, Really great album. I've been listening to this album for a few weeks now. Jake, you, get, uh, you gave it to me um, probably a month ago now. And uh, we finally you know, picked a date to come on my show here and talk about it and um, go. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Way to prep, Wayne. Jeez. <laughs> I mean, on the subject of hydration, if you buy the record, it will quench your thirst That's true. for great That's music. Right. So, All right. okay. I'm sure a lot of you out there are. are <laughs> I hope everybody's drinking something while they're watching the show. Head over to the band camp. We're gonna need to. Right. Yeah, they're probably gonna need to, obviously. But uh, <laughs> all joking aside, um, yeah, like I said, I've been listening to this album a lot lately, and um, it's very catchy. And I think it's the most catchiest album you guys have done so far. Um, I remember every song. I remember. Like a lot of the choruses and stuff, I, I recognize each song that comes on. You know, even before it gets there, I know what's next, and it's everything's just very memorable to me about the whole thing. And um, I, I don't think the earlier albums. I mean, obviously you have good songs on the earlier albums, but uh, it's not as memorable as this one. You know. Yeah, I, I would agree. I would agree with that. I think I would agree with that. Yeah, um, which, which is not like a conscious thing um, that was done. But maybe, maybe in a way, it was it was a little conscious because they're more vocal oriented mm. um, in a certain fact, and then some of the stuff on like you know on the early albums, like the first the first record, like there's a, there's a couple songs where I feel like if I look back at it, it was kind of like, well, a vocal has to go here, so we're gonna put a vocal here, you know, whereas you know as 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 time progresses and the writing matures and, and stuff like, like that, you come out with, you know, I already have this entire vocal part married to this and everything's being built around here or, or, or you know, things like that. So it, it, it ends up feeling a lot more complete and, you know, full of intent than just kind of like haphazard, you know. Yeah. And when you... Like to, oh, go ahead. Sorry, Wayne, go ahead. Oh. Uh, when you... No, no, you go. No, you go. No, you go. <laughs> Somebody go. Uh, when you write the music, do you write music first or you write lyrics first and like write the? Oh, sure. so I do everything wrong in my life, so I write uh, <laughs> the lyrics first. I always have the lyrics like first. So the way it is, I'll have like my whole sheet, you know, because I'm kind of like I'm I'm a rhythm person. Like the way that this person and this person is, we're all kind of like rhythm freaks. And right. when I write, I'm thinking in that same mode, like I'm thinking in rhythm. And I need to see the words on the page kind of 
be arranged a certain way as well. And I just I just need to be able to see everything at once. And once I once I've completed, I guess, what my first or second idea of what I'm trying to write, the song or the piece, um, whatever it's about, what I'm trying to say, when it's when it's finished enough, I'll have generally the pace. Um, a lot of usually I'll have I'll have the tempo down, you know, a rough tempo in my head or something like that. But um, the melody is usually, you know, that's that's usually a blank slate. And so I I have kind of my little treasure trove of um, of riffs and varying ideas and stuff like that. And, and inevitably something will end up married to the set of of lyrics that I have. Hmm. You know, yeah, it's 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 not it's not nearly as like forced or contrived like as it sounds, but I almost always have uh, my set of lyrics mm-hmm. first ninety percent done at least before, um, you know, a lot of the real riffs and start and stuff start like fitting to it. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. They've cool. got they've got to suit it. You know, mm. you know. Yeah, yeah. You definitely did it on this album. I thought you didn't do it on the other albums, but this one, <laughs> <laughs> you did good on this one. Yeah. All right, Lou, before I cut you off, what do you want? You got to hit unmute first. I, 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 thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, I meant to ask, uh, pertaining, uh, Jake, uh, piggybacking on what you stated about your vocals, I noticed on this one you were definitely more experimentative, experimentative uh, vocally on this album than you were on, on past albums. Uh, what was the impetus for that? Like, what would you say was the major inspiration? Or maybe do you want to say, you know, let me try these different... Um, these different patterns out of these different ideas out was it the since you say you you write the lyrics first before you write the music so was it like in, intently done that way like did you have that in the back of your head or was that something that just say well let me try that here to see if it works i just sort of go along for the ride um but there's uh the all the, all the previous recordings have had a variety of of different styles on them but they weren't as kind of concentrated and uh and um and didn't have, I guess, the same flow and feel from song to song necessarily. I think that got better um, record by record, like Outsiders one thing, and then it improved a little bit Unconditioned Black as, insofar as, like, the flow is concerned. But there's always been, like, um, a, like a different sound or different voice that we all employ, you know, and it depends on, it's not even, like, per song. It'll be literally, like, uh, per verse or per word or per chorus, you know, like, if, if the section... If I listen back, if let's say if I make a like a demo or rough recording, I listen back. Um, I need to let myself go and be open to hearing like, all right, well, what should this be instead of what I just did? Should it be something else or not? And if what that should be is a harmony, or if it should be kind of a more of a dirty vocal, like a growl vocal, then I just need to allow that to exist, you know, and 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 apply that there, and and put it there, and and. Um, the songs, for the most part, on on this one, almost all of them have got a nice a nice balance and a nice variety, and something I enjoy doing. There were some changes too. Yeah. Some of the harsher parts became not harsh, and some of the yeah cleaner parts became harsher. Yeah, so it's it. it's definitely like never a linear thing in that way. It's never like I, I demo it clean, but then it becomes harsher. There wasn't a high part, and now there is. It can, you know, it can just be it can be anything. It depends on what the feel of of uh, of the line is, you know, even the feel of like just a word might need to be less clean voice and more like a harsh head voice, or it might be, you know. But um, 
you know, it just has to, has to suit the words. The words are an important thing for us, you know. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Definitely progression definitely from album to album. And, uh, you know, I think it definitely shines a lot here. And, you know, it's great that, you know, this is the lineup that recorded this album with. Uh, I just want to say, though, my favorite track, definitely We Have the Shadows. So oh, That's awesome. Yeah, that's killer track. My favorites as well, man. It's a late edition. That's one of my favorites as well. Yeah, yeah. That that is that is a late edition actually. That was the last uh, the last one that was it was written for for the record. Uh, was that song? That was something I was just like wrestling with for a while, um, because most of them came together quite cleanly and and fluid and quickly. Um, some of them were just like one shot, like then and done, written in a day. But there was other stuff where it was like. There is an ember of an idea, and it never, um, it didn't really focus itself, you know, along with the rest of the parts. So I would just kind of put it to the side and stuff, and 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 so that one, that one was kind of one of those, and everything wasn't fully wrecked out until all the rest of the song really. But it turned out to be one of my favorites too. Yeah. I'd agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Jake, do you do? I'm sorry. Jake, do you do most of the writing? Are you guys? I mean, I do, but um, in in the process, I'll bring uh, like, and this 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 has been the same with um, throughout thing that we've done. I'll bring kind of a skeleton, the rough idea, you know, to it's it's melody in the background, uh, making all that noise. Yeah, yeah. Well, tell melody to (laughs) shut up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut up. Oh, that's a good thing I have headphones on. Like, <laughs> no, I'm going to add her on now on Facebook. I see what she does to you. She's going to get her payback at some point. Wait, is Melody a real person? That says, yeah. yeah. Who is that? My other half. Oh, my God! <laughs> I'm sorry, George. <laughs> I mean, he's obviously missing a part. His other half is... <laughs> Actually, yes, I got my notes right over. You miss what Tony <laughs> Too funny. But how um, she, she should know when when we when we made that request, we all made it nicely and as gentlemen. Yeah, of course, sure. Of course. Yeah. Now nah, throw me under the bus. It's all good. Back to the interview. Let's go. <laughs> Didn't take long. We just go off the rails. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh, this is actually George's first uh, time he's ever heard of you guys, and the first time he's heard the uh, you know any of your music, mm-hmm. and uh, even Lou too. The first time he's heard all your stuff, and uh, I don't. What do you think of it, George? What do you think of the album? I, I liked it. There's, it's it's well written. Uh, the songs are catchy, like we discussed before, and, and they earwormed. You sit there and you're you know running them through your head. It's like ah shit, which is what you want. <laughs> you want people to you know, You want your songs to be memorable and people to enjoy them. Yeah. Well written. What about you, Lou? Oh, I loved it. I mean, I uh, I regret that I only heard of Skyliner recently, but getting to listen to all three albums in sequence mm-hmm. and hearing the pro- the progression uh, with every al- with every album and just hearing the songs and the production just get tighter and tighter. You know, I mean, that's that's what I want for all bands. You know, just to become better craftspeople. And I would say that you know, with this album, they nailed it. You know, I'm. Awesome. As as happy as I am with this one, I'm only looking forward to what you guys put out later on. You know, keep up cool, keep up the great work and uh, salute. That's a cool feeling too, because it's kind of like for me, like I'm I'm usually like the fan, 
you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when someone says, oh, you know, I've just heard of you or I like your record or whatever, it always takes me out of myself a little bit because I'm like, wait, but I only do this with, with artists bands, and stuff. Yeah. No one does this with my <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's really cool. You know, and to, to, um, to hit back on the previous question a little bit um, about, like, the writing process, like, everyone who's ever been involved, I always bring things to the room, you know, the rehearsal and everything, like the bass. Most of, like, you get the idea of the song, but if, uh, you know, like, you might have a different idea for the drum fill or, like, a kick pattern, or there might be some bass thing that you think sucks yeah, or, like, whatever. <laughs> you might think sucks. So, like, that happened, like, once. <laughs> and so... <laughs> Kind of like uh, sort of like banging it out that way, but you can you um, you can always hear everyone's personality. Of you course. know, there, there's 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 personality and color that's that's poured in everything, mm-hmm. and um and it's something I, I I always try to when I'm working with Jamie, um on the mix, we we want to make sure that the mix always captures that, and that's that's true for all the recordings, all you know the records and the EP. We want to we want to achieve that feeling where when you turn it up, um, you can come close to having that same feeling that that, that you would that you would experience if you were in the rehearsal room. Right. You know, and 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 all these languages, you know, from the three players, players, all these these languages and uh, interpretations and input are coming swirling together and and you know producing what you're hearing. You know yeah. we. Don't want it to just be kind of here's the sound recording, here's the product. Right. You know, it has to be that kind of experience because that's what we like about heavy music mm-hmm. and, and and dynamic bands like that. They bring that. Experience. Yeah, I will. I will add that I feel that you guys live can replicate this stuff. It's not overly layered, overly produced. You know, it, it breathes, and what you hear, you guys can replicate. You know, a lot of bands can't. The reasons that, that there's not like lots of, you know, I, I, I believe in cutting the fat off. You know? mm-hmm. And so when, when we're reviewing stuff and we want to like add parts, if I'm thinking of vocal or whatever, if it's necessary, I want it to be there. But if it's kind of like, well, what if we do this on top of that? I kind of avoid that. I want to yeah. avoid, well, what if this and what if that? Mm-hmm. I want to I want to get to that exciting idea that you're stoked about having and implement that and then say okay well how is this now but all the stuff that's after that well bands are like you know we can we can put a thousand tracks in this song you know like that's the stuff I want to avoid and that's one of the reasons for that is because live it's not going to be Nobody wants to have band that everybody's like, yeah, but they're not as good live. Yeah, you don't like that. <laughs> it doesn't sound like nobody wants to hear that. That's terrible. Yeah. It's like actually yesterday I was talking to a guy who mixed uh, my album, and um, I forgot what we were really talking about, but we started talking about um, you know when bands record their album, they put all these things into the album, but then when they go and play live, they can't replicate what they did on the album. Yeah. And it's and kind of foolish to do things like that because it's a letdown. It's right. a fan. It's not like, even necessary, you know. Some of it's yeah. not even necessary. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's you know. It, it, I don't, there's no like, sense to. What's that? Just access. Right. You know, a lot of bands have got access. So. Def Leppard made a career later on out of the access. <laughs> <laughs> Although they deny it, George. Yeah. It's, 
It sounds, like, it sounds great, by the way. The uh, Project yeah. Resurrection sounds quite good. Is it good? Yeah, from what you posted, yeah. From what I posted, all right. I yeah. hope so. I don't know. I don't. I don't really don't listen to that. You don't that drivel. No. <laughs> the thing is, like, you're, you're still too close to it to, like, hear, like, if you like it or not, you know? No, I actually, I liked it from the first just, day. You're just, like, stuck in the project. <laughs> you disappear into the abyss, and then... Like, you don't know if it sounds good. You don't know what it sounds like. Because you need to be away from it to hear it as, like, a listener. Right. You know? right. But I think the production in the mix, I think all that sounds really good, though. Yeah. But you're going you're, you're, you're to need, like, a few months before you'll be able to hear it back and, and hate everything that you did on it. <laughs> 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 no, you, yeah. you met Wayne, he hates everything he does. I, <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I, I hate this show the most. <laughs> I think you've quit on it several I times. I have. I have quit on this show a lot. Uh, and actually, I'm quitting now. I'll see you guys later. Lou, take over. As the most recent member of the band, how would you feel the band has progressed either, you know, since prior to your joining and now? Well, you know, I've been here for a couple of years. I got pulled in for a show pretty short notice. So, you know, learn, learn the set and learned a number of songs afterwards for the EP. I think the progression in the band that I've added, I came from probably a different style than their their previous players. Um, I know that the first bass player, phenomenal bass player, was pretty classically trained. I'm basically all self-taught at this point. Um, I think that the genres of music that I listen to probably vary enough from these two that I've been able to add some, some influence from from some post-rock elements. Um, that's That and, like, triplets, I would say, are the things that I've brought more to this band than anything else. Uh, but I, I think that um, I've had to learn a lot to get up to the point that these guys were at when they, when they brought me on. But I'd like to think that as I've gotten better, I've also helped to push the band a little bit in a direction that has released my style in it. Uh, well, that's the way it should be. I mean, when you're in a band situation, it's, you know, you're coming in to become a better musician and push your bandmates to be as good or, you know, just, you know, reach that, uh, reach that top of the mountain that you hope is endless. You know, you just always want to keep getting better. So being that um, Skyliner is signed to a label like um, LMP, uh, Limb Records, how, how does that feel to you guys? I mean... Like, I the reason why I ask this is because you know looking at it and being familiar with the label itself from years of experience in college radio and being serviced with a lot of their records, I looked at it and I said I, I looked at your your album covers and I said to myself, I could see this being on um, on Limb, but at the same time though, the artwork is so good, the the the, the production is so good, the songwriting is so good that it could be on on, well, let's say a Century Meteor or a Nuclear Blast. So mm-hmm. how have they been treating you? How has, uh, how has the label been with you guys? Funny oh, story about that. <laughs> yeah, Lou, haven't you looked on the album? <laughs> haven't I what? We're you not haven't on looked the... on the album? <laughs> yeah, uh, so that probably answers the question to an extent. Yeah, but, they, uh, uh, so, so um, yeah, I, um, I'm fond of those guys, love them. Um, they did a lot of great things, but they told me that this one sounded like a demo. You can what? Yeah. So we didn't, um, 
Yes, yeah, so, so that did not continue with this record. Um, there were some other uh, parties not named who I spoke to who were essentially, you know, we love the album, but we don't know what to do with it. We don't know what it sounds like and on, 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 on. And It's also it, really hard to find a new label in the middle of a pandemic. And that, you know. What are they supporting? Is the, the question they come at you with is, well, like, what are what's happening yeah, right it's, now? It's kind of like get any advertisement out or anything. Nobody's going anywhere. Nobody's buying anything. Yeah, it's and it's it's just such, it's such a rock and a hard place kind of situation to be in. So I'm just sitting around. I'm like, you know, like I'm going to die like waiting for someone to like work with us, hmm. you know, and no one's going to hear this. And so we're just going to do it ourselves. And so, yeah, so um, not only this, but Age of Virgo, the EP that preceded this, those are both on our own imprint, which is Alchemy Visions, and which is a real imprint. Uh, yeah, because it's yeah. It, it, it do though, but it do. Um, but yeah, and and that I mean that's 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 a completely different school of challenges, you know. But the important thing is the people are getting are getting the music, you know. Right. So on one hand, I'm kind of I'm kind of irritated because um, I feel I feel that the material um, was certainly good enough to 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 have some some partnership or and some other personnel on our side, you know, in that context. But it is what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. I apologize for uh, not knowing the full story. Just I saw that you were still on their website. So that would be. You know, it's not like we didn't make those. You know, like, <laughs> the old albums are still under them. So that's yeah. if, we, if, if we if we disappear, I might have to uh, I have to make a phone call and uh, speak yeah, to them. We'll be good. <laughs> my, my associates to have a talk. Ben, we haven't talked to you yet. Been very quiet in the middle there. And we got to hear you talk. Although the, the connection is getting really crappy right now. I don't know what's going on. Quiet. And we're going to hang up again. Is that going to happen it, again? Is it that saltwater <laughs> peninsula air? Or I whatever? think it is. <laughs> it, it's, it happened around a half hour on this last time. No, it's great on our side. Maybe just wait a second. On this side, it's great. Is it just the camera that's blurry? I don't know. It's all going crazy. All right, I think we're all right now. All right. I'll do that over. Ben, you've been the quietest person here pretty much so far throughout the whole interview. Um, what do you think of the new album? Like, uh, did... Uh, did did you get to do like any uh, input on on you know your drum parts or anything or add anything that you know uh, from the demos? Yeah, yeah. I mean, things just kind of organically change a little bit when you have to physically play them. And uh, depending on the song, like that, I might notice something that Jake's playing when we're in a room together, and I'll be like, oh, well, no, the drums are going to be like this now, which happened on the second verse of Bleed. Um, there's some stuff in uh, Dark Rivers White Thunder, uh, Double Kick, like Tom part um, right after the solo that I mm-hmm. kind of added in something that did not exist in the original demo. Um, but then there are other songs like uh, actually We Have the Shadows is it's not identical or anything. There's some additional stuff in there, but like the drums are really, if not... They're they're very very close to the demo that he originally showed me, just with you know, maybe slight changes in fills and stuff, and one section where the pattern changes pretty dramatically. But um, like if I if I really like where the drums are landing with a particular 
particular uh, demo, there's really no reason to change things. I just mm-hmm. learn and then I make it my own. And then if I notice something when we're playing together that makes more sense than whatever was demoed, or that could not be organically or easily pressed in a demo when you're just letting you know your your software throw in some program drums, um, then obviously I'll make those changes. But like, there's, there's I'm definitely like there both. Uh, I mean, obviously I physically play drums, but uh, I'm it's definitely like my playing my uh, my approach my interpretation of the ideas. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the songs, if you heard the demo, you recognize a decent percentage of the drums. But again, that's because those drums made sense in those spots. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, you know. Yeah. I yeah, think, I, I do the same I thing too. There's a lot of personality that's there, and and I feel like maybe Wayne will agree with this. Um, if, if 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 your instrument is is the kit, if you're a drummer, then um, you have a lot of competition. You know, a lot of other drummers heard um, alongside you, and so I I feel that it's probably a little bit more of a challenge in some ways uh, than than other instruments. If if you're a drummer, to really kind of allow the person your personality to, to come out and be developed and you know be heard in parts. Yeah. You know, to to to, um, to kind of flower like that. You know, and I, I think that, that um, that's something we achieve. Yeah. You know, is having like that individual voice rather than just, you know, um, here's the most basic part that fits the song, or here's. You Ben's know. also just really good. So that helps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it helps. Yeah. It's always good. It's, it's always good to have like good musicians in the band, you know? Yeah. yeah. That really helps. Who's the, who's the worst musician in the band? Oh, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> not Ben. We'll just say not happy. <laughs> the answer is going to be not the middle oh, guy. We, we have plenty of rehearsals where I'm like, I can't believe I messed that up. I can't believe I messed that up. <laughs> Last rehearsal, stick kept flying out of my hands, yeah. and my stick pack is like right, right, right in front of the snare, so like I can quickly <laughs> grab another one, but it's embarrassing when when you've been doing this as long as me and him especially have, and six still fly out of your hands sometimes when you're sweaty, and yeah, it's like yeah. oh 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 it's punk rock. <laughs> you just play it off. I meant to do that. <laughs> well, no, I need to fix my fingers. You think you need that? But it's no, very it's very punk rock, though. You know, yeah. right? Exactly. Actually, I feel like our second record had like a kind of punk quality to it in ways, and in a weird side note. And I know we're not talking about uh, the second record, but the second record, there's a song... Well, you are. ...where when recording, like, <laughs> it flew out of my hand, but it did so in just the perfect way... Yeah. ...to sound amazing. So he oh, can't... Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so he's always adding character. There's always... Yeah, flying sticks, and, you know, it's great. <laughs> Did you ever hit yourself in the eye, though, with a flying stick? No. I have, um... I haven't hit myself in the eye, but I have like have you hit drunk blood before. Oh, drunk blood. Yeah, 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 I've done that too. Or I used to get the air and sticks. Right. I used to get like really bad blisters. Like if I didn't play for yeah. a long time, yeah. blood everywhere. I had a guitar string pop and slice my face one time. That Ooh, was not cool. That's not cool. But uh, I, when when I was younger, I, I would all my drums would be in my my bedroom. 
And, uh, you know, I play, and a stick would go flying on my hand every once in a while. I got myself in the eye once. And one time I had a lamp. It went flying and shattered the whole lamp. <laughs> that's, <laughs> son of a bitch. Yeah, that's it. Much glass in the back of this room. Yeah, don't, yeah. don't keep glass around. Yeah, yeah that's the band no. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, real quick, I want to say about Linda. Uh, I, obviously, they didn't print out the last two things we put out, and that's, I mean, that's just a point. But we really appreciate the fact that they were willing to take this weird, quirky little Florida power metal band and put out two records from us, because, like, I know we're not Rhapsody, you know? I have no illusions about what we are. Like, we were a risk even on Outsiders, yes. and it was very cool of them to put out two records. <laughs> we definitely don't want to make it sound like we don't appreciate them doing that, because, like, okay, this is embarrassing, but uh, here's a photograph of me signing when we agreed to, like, when they, well, they agreed to release Outsiders. Like, he literally has a photograph of me signing the contract. Yeah. Because we were so excited, somebody was willing to print a record out from us. Right, that's a great feeling. So everything, everything that we do, like for me, I'm just like, no one's gonna like this. <laughs> yeah, so I definitely, definitely, we appreciate everything Lim's done in the past. Yeah, but don't cross me. Shut up. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I'm, I'm just shocked though that they thought this was a demo. I mean, the new album does not sound anything like a demo. Yeah, no, that's not that. at all. That's verbatim from the email, so I don't know, but you know, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> but how how is it um, how is it doing the band now on your own? It's, it's, I imagine you know I know how it is. It's hard to promote all your stuff and everything. So I'm how sure it's liberating though. Yeah. Yeah. It's rough, but it's 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 nice because um, it's nice, but it kind of makes your head spin a little bit because even in the past like two years, like things. Like the state of how streaming is and like the sale of physical CDs and all this stuff, I mean, it's like changing harder than like, I mean, it, you can't really keep up, can you? Man. You know, really. I mean, there's there's people who uh, I can think of a few services like started by musicians, like people who don't even play anymore because now their business is literally trying to keep up with the business. Right. You know, yeah. and that, that they're trying to make money off of now because it's insane. You know, uh, it's it's nice. Uh, we're the the um, the CD, the EP, and uh, and Dark Rivers. Both those are exclusively on Bandcamp. If you like the CDs, those are on there um, because that has emerged as the best place. Um, I've got them all here. Excellent. <laughs> My collection. Yeah, Age of Virgo and, and Dark Rivers. Those are uh, the CD version of only on Bandcamp. And then that's like the best place to be now, but yeah, you got to promote it everywhere. What if it changes? Like, you got to get out on you know Facebook for the people who are still using Facebook yeah. and Twitter, and we made it. We made an Instagram. Yeah, was it Instagram or Snapchat? Yeah, we Instagram. have one of those, and we don't have the other one. I don't remember. And Instagram sure is in the Snapchat. I don't know that. Let's say Instagram. <laughs> oh. well, I'm sure it's not TikTok because you have to shake a lot of ass in videos on TikTok, so I'm sure that's not it. Well, I think I think you can get our music on TikTok if yeah you know, if one or two people on the world want to do that. Sixty second dance videos. I don't think so either. But I've never tried. Try I've never tried though. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It might it's, be it's, the next thing. Could be the next video. Though, Wayne, know? no ideas, please. Oh, they're brilliant. And can. In like a year or a year and a half, like maybe no one's going to be on like a band camp or no one's going to care about this service or that, you know, like title might 
you know, flopped Final again. might exist for once. Oh, yeah, or exist uh. <laughs> at all. You know, I mean, you just, you just don't know. And so it's just kind of like, um, it's, it's a... It's a lot to think about. It's it's a it's a totally different set of work circumstances, obviously. Um, you know, but it it you, you do get to be closer to the audience though, being independent. So that's a that's a plus. Now, George, you guys do that with your band too. You you pretty much do all your actually. You do the most of the uh, the uh, social media stuff, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All the usual sites: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Yeah, it is. Hard to keep up. <laughs> it is. All, it's very much. Because there's always, you know, like like you're on there doing your thing, but then you're gonna get like all these like voices in your ear and in your email and everywhere. Like, what are you doing wrong with your posts? Here's how you can improve. Right. Yeah. It's like, oh my like god, settle dude. these knives. You know, and and, and <laughs> everything is gonna everything is gonna tell you something different, and it's gonna change like every week and. You know, it, it's hard to know what actually does work. You know, it's it's a, it's a tough thing to do. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's simpler if it's um, like something that's where the the mainstream scene tends to right. be more mechanical in nature, like like uh, like mainstream indie rock or hip hop or whatever. I can say this, 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 like this works. If you do this, you'll probably end up here and quantify that, and it'll happen. But yeah. if it's heavy metal or like some weird subgenre like uh me and Ben used to only listen to Polka Four. For <laughs> until we until we met this guy who expanded Yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, I single handedly introduced them to music that mattered. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> uh, like music music like that, I mean it's 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 more it's more sticky. It's difficult. I, I think a lot of people probably think other genres have an easier time to be fair though. It's, yeah, no, of course they do. Yeah. Like, everybody has a hard time right now. Just like there's so many people making music, only you know, mm-hmm. forty or fifty of them are household names at any given point. Yeah, yeah. For, for, for like a year or so. Yeah, yeah it's it's tough. Lou, what were you gonna say? I see you uh, unmuting. Well, there. I was I was on their uh, Bandcamp right now, and I saw that uh, the new album's on there. But I was hoping I could find a T-shirt. If somebody wanted to purchase merchandise from you guys, where would they go? Um. We have, have yeah, we, we we have some stuff, but we don't have like a lot. We haven't um, had recent stuff because we haven't had, I guess, we haven't had shows really. Yeah, we I probably mean, look at it. Yeah, we just we again. just like yeah. concentrate like full on like with like the record and stuff like that. Um, previously, there was a big cartel, and now big cartel is an example of what I was talking about. Now, no one uses a big cartel, but oh. time everyone had one. Everyone had that. Um, now there's there's different options. I know that there's a um, there's an option I can go into the Bandcamp to add some of the stuff that we have. When sure is some limited stuff, but there is a but we do have some shirts and uh, and some other things. I have a bunch of Outsider shirts and uh, yeah, man. Um, we have to get a design like set up for the new album if we wanted to put it up t-shirts for. Uh, I would like to do that too. Yeah, we can look into that. Sure. Um, I'll uh, I'll DM you guys for a shirt then. Yeah, I would appreciate yeah. that, man. Yeah, I can, I'll help you. I'll, I'll hook you up with that stuff for sure. Cool. We'll make, we'll make sure you get something. Actually, I still have a shirt left over. You sent me one for Uncle Saxon when he used to be on the show. <laughs> and I never gave it to him. <laughs> no, no, never received? Never received it because that bastard, he... Uh, he, can't, he can't receive it. Yeah. It has to be it's a not an orange jumpsuit. He can't receive it. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> 
Yeah, that might be kind of true. You mean kind of? You already admitted to us on the show, Wayne. That is true. Uh, yeah, but now you sent it to me. He went away somewhere, and then he came back, and, and things were not the same. So he did not receive that shirt. So I going it. back to Folsom what? County. What? What? <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, what else? Oh, uh, Ben and Stuart, uh, what are your guys' influences? Like, uh, what bands are you into? Universe? Uh, what do you mean? Like, what has directly influenced my playing, or do you yeah, mean yeah. What I really listen to? Yeah, both. Okay. okay. Um, I really like Mike Tirana from Rage. All right. Um, I really like the Jesse Smith era from Zayo, which hard metal bands probably shouldn't reference metalcore, but I adore Zayo. They're like one of my all-time favorite bands. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um. A lot of, like, the foundational power metal people, like, I think, and I know everybody loves the guy, but Ingo, Ingo, right? Yeah. From Halloween, like, the first know. records. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that guy's great. I don't care that he's beating potatoes. He's great beating potatoes. Yeah. He's, like, people do not give that guy enough credit for, like, revolutionizing, like, that whole, like, straight double bass, like. Right. Well, I don't yeah. think he was, he was, he wasn't around long enough, I don't think, to really get that right. recognition. Yeah. Yeah. My record is probably not enough to get the kind of respect mm-hmm. you should. Yeah. Um, uh, just like it, it bounces around, I really like. I can't play it very well, but I really like a lot of the like '50s and '60s like jazz players. Mm-hmm. Like I can turn on anything from Miles Davis and just nerd out at whoever's playing drums. Tony like, Williams. Well, not even just Tony Williams, mm-hmm. but um, uh, what's the name of the guy who played on Kind of Blue? Uh, I can't remember his name. So anyway, the guy in Kind of Blue is a genius, especially considering he improvised all of it. Um, uh, Joe Jones, Joe Jones, right? Yeah, like all of those people. I wish I could play that stuff. Oh, I just I love bebop. Um, <laughs> uh, who else? I've been I've been really into a lot of like Instagram drummers lately. Um, I haven't really been able to like incorporate my playing yet, but I'm really into people like Anika Niles and um, the guy from Porcupine Tree. Okay, like, yeah. Exactly. Some of the ideas that these people are coming up with, I'm just like, I gotta figure out how That's to take that new stuff. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm probably a little bit all over the map, but in terms of Skylander stuff, it's really kind of a mixture of like, oh, oh, I can't believe I forgot this. Alex Albert from a band called Crush City Six. He played in the first five records. It's sort of like post-hardcore meets rap rock, kind of. But like, if you Project took eighty six, they're good. Those things, like his playing, was actually influenced some stuff on this last record. Some he, of that like big, so was, actually, like single kick stuff. Yeah, he was yeah. pretty hard hitting. Hard yeah, hitting no, but he was like hard hitting, but hard hitting while doing like stuff in five four and having like these big explosive grooves and like. Mm. Oh, I, I I really, really, really liked Alex Albert a lot. Like, in terms of, like, single-kick players. Mm. Um, so, like, a mixture of a lot of different things. Uh, was he the drummer that played on Drawing Black Lines? Yes. Yeah. He was That's the a killer player. album. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's OG, OG project. Yeah, he's, like, one of the founding members. Yeah. Got it. Oh, by the way, the, uh, the uh, to provide context, the drummer on Kind of Blue was Jimmy Cobb. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, yes, Jimmy Cobb. I almost bought a book he wrote the introduction to about kind of blue, and then I decided I have like thirty books. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> but, what yeah. about 
I'm a little bit all over the place. That's my man. Is you, is you all over the place, too? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that I started pretty basic as far as, like, I like John Myung from Dream Theater, yeah. which, you know, uh, everybody likes John Myung. Everybody, everybody likes John Myung. Everybody likes Getty Lee. But, like, they're good, so that's why they like him. But um, I, I started in a lot of prog metal stuff. Um, I love Michael League from Snarky Puppy. Um, I forget his last name. <laughs> But uh, the, the the bass player for a group called Dirty Loops, uh, I, I want to say that his first name is Henrik. Uh, really great, like kind of poppy jazz trio that uh, that came out longer than I think it was. It's like probably like seven years now, seven years ago. But they've got some really great music. Uh, I I learned Galloping Triplets from Iron Maiden. You know, I think every bass. <clears throat> ever tried to learn triplets started there. Nice. Um, recently, The Ocean, um, mm. Black Crown Initiate, Leprous, uh, and then a number of like, post-rock bands, like the whole uh, you know, We Lost the Sea and Hammock and um, This Will Destroy You and all the kind of like lower droney stuff like Sunno. Uh, Inner Arma has been a big part of my rotation recently because I got introduced to that by somebody who listens to way more music than I do. And, um, yeah, I've been, like, a lot of our jams recently have slowly devolved into very trudgy, like, doomy... Oh, yeah. Yeah, we get into that. Like, sure. ...group sessions. We get into that. Perhaps that's we get into that. So, do you think you might incorporate some of that maybe on some of the next albums? Yeah, we have a little bit. Not as hard. Not as hard. hard, Age of Virgo, Age of Virgo EP has got uh, a couple like specific. There's a riff that I call the dinosaur riff. (laughs) The dinosaur riff in Age of Virgo Part Two, where it's just uh, like there's definitely a little sludge going on there, you know, and it's it's very enjoyable. There's even a little bit of sludge on Pages UCA almost. Yeah, I think a a lot of the stuff is going to be less. We've talked about some of this because we do a lot of jams that aren't necessarily super like power prog or anything like that. Yeah, it's how we open uh, rehearsals is just go for it. I think we're going to try if we do stuff like that to put it on like EPs rather than full lengths and try to keep the full length more like straight to the genre. Yeah, yeah, very good idea. It's fun to play. Uh, Yeah, cool. there's some interesting in, uh, instruments that are uh, used on this album, like the water stick and the banjo and everything. And Jake, you were telling me a story about how some of these uh, instruments were recorded because obviously, you know, the water stick is very expensive. So you're not going to go in a music store and just go buy a, a water stick. <laughs> you know, like, uh, like yeah, the, the, the rain stick. Uh, that's a rain stick. A... Why do I call it a water stick? Rain stick. Well, rain is still water, rain. It is. It is still water, but it's technically called a rain stick. Water still, still rain, Wayne. Yeah, I should have looked it up. <laughs> uh, so that's only on one track, which is I Walk Alone, that new video that we have. And that's the only track that's got the rain stick on it. So I'm thinking, like, we're not going to go and just honestly, we're not going to buy a rain stick just for this. So uh, trip to Guitar Center, you take one, go into the acoustic room with the iPad and just you know, record a few, and that's it. He, oh, and then one of them was just used for uh, for, for the record. He mm-hmm. literally came back to the, the practice room one day like, I got the rain stick recording. What? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 
lift myself in the acoustic room. Yep, and the same, and the same, <laughs> and the same with uh, with the banjo part. The banjo was also on that walk alone. Obviously, well, not obviously, but I mean, I I'm not really trying to buy a banjo. You know, I'm saying so. It's like it's the same thing, banjo. But everything else, though, uh, everything else that's on there, like the shakers and tambourine and the um, you know the djembe and all that stuff. We we have all that stuff. We got all. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, oh, it's not the same one. Yeah, this got, one ended up on other records, but not on this. Oh, yeah, but, like, we got, like, a box full of stuff we can, you know, play around with. Um, yeah, but, I mean, but it, it, at least it's at least it's real. You know, we played it, though. It's not like, like, the stuff <laughs> yeah, you hear on there is not coming from a loop or something. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. Like, it's not, like, this anonymous synthetic right. replication. Right. Wait three or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And when you were recording, yeah. When you were recording that, was anybody like, "What the hell are these guys doing in there?" They're like, "No, no." They just page no no mind. Walked in the door. Yeah. <laughs> Wayne, the artist creates. You must let them I, to their own devices. Hey, listen, I, I'd create yeah. a whole album in Guitar Center if I could. <laughs> you know. You have low standards, sir. I do. <laughs> hey, you know, you can work miracles with today's uh, you know productions and stuff like that. So anything can happen. Uh, and you mentioned I Walk Alone. Uh, how was the how was it making the video for that album? Because uh, it looked like you were doing it in somebody's backyard or something. You got like the little uh, the fire pit going and everything. So you know, tell us a story about that. Got a lot of fire. I can't tell you where where it is. I think you played first, so I don't really <laughs> mark that on anybody. Oh, am I cursed now? Just talking about it? No, no, no. But if you go there, which you won't, you know, you might not come back. It was stressful for at least one of us. Uh, oh really? The whole night I'm thinking, all right, we're we're gonna get noise ordinanced, <laughs> but we're gonna light something on fire. Either way, we're probably gonna get. Yeah, either way, we're probably going to jail. So let's just uh, so let's not do that. We managed not to do that. None of us went to jail that night. Our videographer was very happy that we did not go to jail that night. Um, it's always a good thing when you don't go to jail. Yeah, not going to jail. It was it was a stressful night at times, but we we got it done. It lasted. She's well over five hours, wow. set, like set up and recording and getting different shots and it was a, it was a day. Yeah, yeah. I want I wanted to do that video since like like since the songs the song got together. finished. Yeah, really. Since that that one in particular was finished and then hearing the you know the full mix and everything like it was just like like yeah. I think that song we have to do the yeah, because that is that is one thing I think. Whether you're, you know, whether you have the weensy backing of a label or you're an independent band or whatever, if you can do the if you can do the clip, then you got to do the clip. Yeah, you know? you have to you have to. Yeah. Well, unless your unless your stuff is just kind of eh, like detergent sounding and. It doesn't lend itself to a clip and find like whatever, but I mean, exci- like exciting music. If we play, <laughs> if we play this kind of exciting music, like heavier music and dynamic, passionate music, I mean, you should be able to at least have an idea for a, for a video, you know. And if you can pull it off, then definitely do so. Yeah, you know. And so for that one, I had had the idea for for some months, and it was um, we were definitely going to take it to the next level after the Condition Black video. Um, you know, when she, that one that one came together uh, extremely well, but I wanted to make it, you know, make it even better. And um, 
more special, more organic, and uh, and um, just have a just have a more updated feel. You know, mm-hmm. something that really grabs you, and it's the same videographer, um, the, the, the same guy uh, worked on both the videos, so it's got a little bit of the same feel. You know, the DNA is there, mm-hmm. so. Um, very cool thing. But I'm, I'm super. He was really patient with us, which was It's always good too to work with somebody you're familiar with, so you know they know your your attitudes and stuff like that. Yeah, so. that's, kind of, that's kind of part of, of the band thing is that um, you need a team whether you like it or not. You know, right. you need people who you, by by a team. I just I don't mean like a certain quantity of individuals, but just someone who you can just say okay. You know what you're doing, and I don't have to worry about you. Mm-hmm. You know, the person in charge of art has to do that. If it's a label thing, the the, the person doing promotion promotion has to has to be someone you can trust. They're usually not, but <laughs> but it has to be. You know, that's the, that's the job. You know, if you're working with someone um, on your video or your mixing engineer, who's the most important person, you just yeah, need to be able to. You got yeah, you got to be able to have these people all kind of understand you and right. at the same time or else you're never going to get anything done. Yeah, exactly. Do you think you're going to make another video for one of the other songs? Or? I'd like to. Yeah. Might do like a studio video for, for one of the other tracks. Hey, y'all, y'all, about it. y'all watching Sorry. this, y'all want a video? <laughs> no. You know what? <laughs> How about this? Shoot no stuff on your iPhone. No shoot stuff on your, shoot stuff on your phone. Send it to yeah. me. I'll edit it on iMovie. No charge. I, I told them we're going to put out a video. It's still going to have the Sony Vegas watermark in the background. Yeah. <laughs> if I could steal it, I'll use it. Yeah. Man, I don't know. I have like three or four ideas for like videos. It's just that um, you know my bank account doesn't reflect <laughs> what I want to do. So yeah. you know, I, we had just had to pick and choose. You know, like right now, we're able to do that, and it's awesome. And maybe later we'll be able to do something. I don't know. Yeah. If we can get one done, we'll probably try at least one more. I hope that. Yeah. Very cool. Um, any leftover songs for this on this album for like maybe like the next EP or even the next album? Dry. Yeah, we're totally dry, man. Actually, <laughs> it's like it actually works in reverse yeah. because the Age of Virgo stuff. Um, those three songs were originally part of Dark Rivers too, so there's like 80 minutes of music, and it's like, yeah. see, on 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 Condition Black, there was a suite of songs called mm. the Divine Rimbert, which at the time I thought this is like the best thing we've ever done is this set of songs because it's uh, if you listen to it, it's it's meant to be kind of like one piece, right? You know, the way that a Love Supreme is John Coltrane, like one piece. Flowing together was a couple interludes, and and there was a lot of um, there was a lot of heart and effort put into it, but it was sandwiched in between like all these like ball busting tracks, you know, which were just like track track track, and then they get to this thing which is is also that, but has all these other elements, and people just kind of tuned out, mm-hmm. end up giving the record like a five and stuff because. You know, <laughs> They were just like, well, it would be really good if it wasn't for this This, this section just like... This whole, whole section right here. Is, <laughs> uh, so, uh, like, Asian Virgo stuff was a little diverse musically, too, and had a certain vision and narrative to it as well. So I thought, well, we're going to accomplish, like, three or four different, um, different things by taking these songs, like these three songs, and just 
making a separate EP out of it and giving it its own artwork and like all that stuff. So there's nothing left over, but um, Cause that, cause those all, is, it was all the same originally, all the same record. All, all the stuff like would have been like, oh yeah, we've got these extra things in reserve became like a couple of songs that filled that gap. Yeah. The War Warhawk too. Warhawk, Warhawk was, was a Dark River yeah. song, which we put out as a little digital like digital only single. Which you, you can find that on the Bandcamp too. You heard that? That's a cool song. Mm. Uh, I felt like that one kind of had a B side feel, like not in a bad way, but just in the way of here's this nice extra track. You know how you like if you hear like a Japanese edition of something, right, you really yeah. hear right. that song, right. you know, and it's like man, this isn't like as good as the rest of the songs, but I really enjoy this. Right? That's how that song feels to me. But we did that um, just to have some music out before the you know the full length came out. Waiting for everything to come together. Yeah, I think it's good because um, I think all that stuff uh, you know gave people more, more music and more idea right. of uh, yeah. what all these different songs are about, and it made the final product nice and tight, yeah. nice and packed as as a record. So well, we're pretty. Good. Stuff. No, I got nothing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's been jam sessions and putting up set lists for for a little bit now. Yeah, uh, so, uh, yeah. We'll see if anything shakes out of jam it, sessions. Yeah, there's so much work like just putting the thing out and looking at the promotion, and doing the video and stuff. It's like I I, I don't even really have time to like, write. Mm. Yeah, I definitely know what that feels like. Uh, the album covers. Uh, who'd you have do the artwork? I know. I think she's done a couple of your artworks, right? She has done. Uh, her name is. Put that a little uh, closer to the screen there. Yes. Look how amazing it is. And uh, it oh, is. yeah, Jess. Her name is Jess. I know you're watching this, Jess, and let's shout you out right now. Right now. Uh, you better be watching. You better subscribe too. And everybody watching the show better subscribe. Hit the damn subscribe button. Smash that like button. Smash the like. Smash it. <laughs> And if you dislike it, we'll have George come to your house and kill you. No, no he'll remove all your teeth. He'll do that, too. That's worse. Yeah, he'll it do is. that. With well, his bare hands. <laughs> it's just metaphor. It's not, he's not going to actually... No, he actually has bare no, he hands. Will. He'll, he'll, he'll use it at this. Oh. Oh, no, no, he doesn't. Yeah. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> she, she Music goes, doesn't pay the bills, so... Um, <laughs> she, goes, she goes by the name of, uh, of Star Cold Knights. And uh, she's all over Deepin Art and um, in a lot of other different places. She sells, uh, I think, some Red Bubble stuff, maybe Etsy or I don't know. I'm getting something wrong, but she's you, you can't really um, avoid her if you just look up Dark Cold Night. And uh, actually, some, her website, uh, well, this one is uh, BookCoversRealm.com. BookCoversRealm.com. Yeah. And Star. This Star's is Melody, book. guys. Oh, yeah. she finally Hi, makes Melody. an appearance on the show. Hi. Hello. Are you, where's your headphones? Is she coming just, on the show? Here, come here. Fine. <laughs> now everybody can. You can get better. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, Saturn. Yeah. She, she did. Uh, she did all the Dark River stuff, and she did the Warhawk uh, cover as well. She's huh? amazing. Yeah, yeah. She does some really nice artwork. Where uh, can people uh, find her work if they want to commission her? It's a Stars Cold Night or a book book cover realm. Is it book cover realms? Book. I think it's book. Uh, you want to make me take the book land again? Stars Cold Night on DeviantArt. Yeah. Book covers dot com. Yeah. And art by Stars Cold Night. 
Yeah. And did she do the uh, the pictures with you guys too, or is that was that? That guys? is so cool. That was actually taken by uh, this guy's wife. Yeah. Uh-huh. There's the fire in the fire pit in the video on a side note. Yeah. But that's how huh? we actually look, though. There's no effects on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she did the, my wife did the, like, paint the she, makeup. She did all the makeup. And then did the photos. Yeah. The, oh, the okay. abilities and things like that, when you're when you're enhanced human, you have to keep it on the... Right, yeah, yeah. quite <laughs> yeah. good, I agree. She's also in front of the... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't imagine. Uh, you see, Paul. there's... Brand, do you see there's a trend here of, of us needing people who are patient and understanding with our nature? Yeah, and hey, that's that's what we all need, right? That's why I work with Lou and George. Because well, they're very patient with me. We're mostly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's wonderful that uh, you guys have a community of people that uh, you can trust and you can promote them and they can promote you. And, you know, it's a, it's a co-habitual um, friendship, working relationship, all that. I think I think it's a great thing. I definitely think that you know artists from different kinds of media definitely need to uh, not only get together but stick together to watch each other grow and prosper from what they're doing. And uh, you know, I've told this to that. Thank you. Well, George, I've told this to you countless yeah. times. You know, I wish all the best for Timeless Haunt, and I wish all yeah. the best for. Uh, for Skyliner and Wayne, I wish all the best for Project Resurrect as well. Now, when the hell am I coming out with an album? <laughs> well, yeah, really. We Come do on, cover Lou. songs, Lou. Me, me, you, and George all do cover yeah. songs. And I, I do create, though, but this is not about me. It's about Skyliner tonight. That's all right. <laughs> um, then we're going to end up the show, end the uh, show up here. Uh, favorite song off the album? Uh, Jake. Yeah. Um, shit. <laughs> oh. They're like his kids, man. You can't ask them. I, I know. That's right. There's always got to be one song. That, you know, it's your favorite. It usually tends to be uh, like one out of this triad that's near the end of the album. Like just any anyone random out of like Night Gypsies, Bleed, Wheel of the Shadows. Depending, like depending on the day, like any one of those three can be like my favorite. But um, it becomes more difficult every record. Yeah. Which is a good thing. I don't want to have one where I'm like, no, this yeah. one. Oh, <laughs> definitely not that one. Definitely not. That one. <laughs> yeah, you don't want that. Um, so, well, I don't, I, uh, it's, it's difficult, but I think um, after living with it a few months, like I, I think I still feel that way. Like definitely, like your night shift, she's uh, bleed. Really what about you, Ben? Uh, the instrumentals. I refuse to pick them. I'm not running this year. Is that because uh, Jake's not singing on them? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, ground that we don't necessarily always cover, especially drum wise. Especially yeah. the slow instrument. I got to do stuff I haven't really done in any other scale in the recordings. The triangle on there. Bells. Yeah, he's got <laughs> triangle, he's got bells, winter, witch, moon. That's that track, yeah. Good stuff. Cool. Let's do it. I like Catch a Dream. It's really like high flying power metal. It's fun to play. It's got catchy chorus. I, I like that song. Yeah, it's a good one. It's hard to pick a, a good song after that. They're, they're really all good. My favorite Stark River is yeah. White Thunder. I, I just love how catchy that song just starts off the whole album, you know? Just opens the whole thing up and just flies. And somebody's throwing dishes, dishes in the background. It's a Greek dance party. Opa! <laughs> Opa! <laughs> uh, what about you, Lou? Do you have a favorite song off the album? 
I said it at the beginning of the show. It's I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. Ooh, when you talk, I fall asleep. Hey, it could have changed. I don't know. Good what about point. you, George? In an hour? I change very often. I don't need to know that. George, is. what's your favorite tool album? No, just kidding. What's your favorite song <laughs> off this album? I'm going to echo Stewart, Catch a Dream, for the same reasons. It's just, we're bass players, right there, guys. Yeah, yeah see. Yeah, it, the song flies. It, it's powerful. It, just, it grabs you and it just takes you along. And, and, and I like the melody with it as well. You know, it's just well written, well done. I like melody too when she doesn't smash dishes in the background. <laughs> Once you're not hitting me with them, I'm fine. Opa! <laughs> <laughs> 10,000 days later, which, you know, everybody's going to argue. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to argue. No, no, I'm not going to argue because I'm not even responding to that. So. <laughs> I'm not even going to dignify that. Well, I hope you all catch a dream. And uh, this album gets uh, no- noticed by a lot of a lot of people, and and Lim can, you know, feel sorry and bad when your album is like huge and you're on some big label at some point, and uh, yeah, you, you just you know keep reaching for the stars, because I, I really think the album is really good, and uh, you deserve to be you know you deserve you deserve to be on a label, you know, because you, you guys are established, you know what you're doing. And your albums just keep getting better and better and better, and uh, I can't wait for the next one. Yeah, the quality of the songwriting and musicianship is there. And Wayne, thank you for yeah. making me notice it, Senpai. You're welcome. <laughs> Anytime, Lou. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't sound right the way you said it, but moving oh, yeah. on. <laughs> I, watch, I watch your back, Lou. Thank you, Jake. <laughs> oh, God, this guy. Guitar players got to stick together, we know. That's right. So anything, uh, where can uh, people go and find uh, the band's uh, websites or social medias or whatever? Uh, Skyliner on Facebook. Uh, what? Skyliner.bandcamp.com. Yeah, the Bandcamp is just is just the word Skyliner. Although, yeah. um, if if you want the first two albums as well, those are actually on a separate Bandcamp, which Slim runs. So we have like two Bandcamps. Yeah, it's, uh, it's weird, but that one is called Skyliner Official. Which is factually incorrect because only the singular Skyliner title is, is the actual official. Right, yeah. But it's fine, <laughs> you know. But all the stuff can be can be um, can be had and can be heard. And what's the what's the Insta again? Is it the Skyliner Instagram? The Instagram is Skyliner Music. Yeah. Skyliner Music Skyliner on Instagram. Music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and on Instagram, there's stuff which is not on the Facebook too. Like we've done just small bits from the. Gems. Yeah, there's there's little extra things like it's not like everything from Facebook from the Facebook post is copied onto the Instagram and it's just all cross posts and yeah. whatever. Like there's uh, we uh, leading up to the video, there was a series of things for the people who were interested in this. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a post about like once a week, uh, once every few days, which went into um, each track, like the themes and meanings, um, you know, basically. Uh, you know, by themselves, and so each song has got like a little post dedicated to it, kind of delving into into uh, what what uh, is behind that. Yeah, I actually it's, stole that idea from you. I've been but, doing that myself. <laughs> like, like, like people need to, um, and metal people need to care a little bit more about the lyrics too. Well, yeah, that includes those who write them. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Gee, not I at hope the, so. Yeah, <laughs> that is a. It was a very good idea, and actually, it it, it gave me a good idea to uh, copy that a little bit because uh, you know there's only so many things that I can post every day about uh, the same album or the same song. So right, you know, and you want to have like quality over quantity, right? 
like a lot of the Instagram and stuff like stuff like this, you, like you can fall into this trap of like, well, I guess I should post something. It's been two hours. I don't know everyone's gonna forget about my band or my artwork or whatever. And it's just like, bleh, 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 and you start ignoring it. Like I, I, I like I love to ignore Instagram to begin with. <laughs> you know, just make my job easier if you're not posting stuff that matters. You know, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Unfortunately, you can do so. Just focus on on on, on yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah, the best ideas you have, and leave all the rest. You know, exactly. Well, I really appreciate you guys coming on the show, and um, it was nice meeting you, Ben and Stuart. Nice meeting you, Wayne nice meeting you. and George. On the phone with you guys. It was a pleasure, gentlemen. Thank you. It was a pleasure. You definitely made fans out of us, so thank you. Yes. That's right. And please, go buy the new Skyliner album, Dark Rivers, uh, White Thunder. I don't know why I keep forgetting the name of it, but uh, Skyliner. Please go out and buy the album on CD, or if you want, you can stream it. Thank you, man. Yeah, you can find us anywhere. Just to look up, uh, looking up the band name and... Find the one that looks more metal because there's a couple different Skyliners on there. Fun free stuff, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> Anywhere you see our ugly faces, you can that's you no know, rest assured that's us. And definitely them. <laughs> Again, thank you guys for coming on the show so much. And uh, George, what's going yes. on with you? Yeah, what's going on? Oh, you got a show coming up in October, but you know. I have a show. Yeah. You're doing a festival. Oh. Oh, feel the screams! Yeah, oh, in November. Yes, oh, November, November sixth will be a f- November sixth. Feel the screams right, in Lancaster, cool. PA. Cool. Yeah, right, cool. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> I know you. I know your band more than you do. Yeah. Thank God somebody does. <laughs> What's the show? Yeah. Yeah. No, do you, uh, have you guys heard of any kind of talk of any shows coming up at, at all? Or any places opening? A lot of the places around here, honestly, probably never shut down, but they yeah. started shows again. Um, yeah. So, Hold on, let's find out some Def Leppard information first. Why? Say it again. Def Leppard's first concert was in the gymnasium at their school in Sheffield, England. and they How'd you know it was about Def Leppard? I heard. She's oh. dead. She, she loves Def Leppard. Did you get the last part of that, guys? No. I just heard third show ever in the gymnasium. Their Def Leppard's first show was 1978 in Sheffield, England at their school gymnasium to six fans. She goes, that's six more fans than Timeless on head. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Hey. <laughs> so she started the ball rolling with the Thriller factoids. Yeah. Stretched it all the way here just to roast you. Correct. I think I just got punched in the head. <laughs> That's marriage. Uh-huh. Yeah, I love you too. Oh boy. Uh, and Lou, what's going on with your show? Uh, music is like. Oh, I t- I'm sorry. Def Leppard takes priority over me. <laughs> what has nine? Oh, on- uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. All right. There are six of us. Yes. <laughs> hey guys, what has nine arms and sucks? Def Leppard. That's right. Anyway. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I apologize. I prefer 10 arm Def Leppard. That makes me culturally insensitive. Fuck off. I don't care. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, what do I got going on? Well, I'm editing a lot of content for my podcast, Music is Life, and I'm really happy to see that the subscribers are growing. We got 31 now, Wayne. Oh, wow. And, uh, 
really happy with the recent cover track that we did and just happy that things are moving in an upward motion. You know, we got George who's been joining us on a weekly basis, which is always awesome. And we got Skyliner tonight, so things are looking good for Ratsai Review and for Music is Life. If you guys want to find out more, I'm on the Ratsai Review show every week. But if you want to catch what I'm doing, please go to musicislifepodcast.com. Very good. And, uh... <laughs> We've got TV on. What George, at nighttime, does she ask, step inside, walk this way, you and me, babe, hey, hey. Hey, hey. <laughs> okay. And on that note, we're ending the show. We will see you guys next time. Hit that subscribe button. Bueno noche and happy Cinco de Mayo. Happy Cinco de Mayo. We Take care. What? <laughs>